and sadness make rappers in minutes. Am I doing intro or you? I, I'll do it this time. Episode 6? Yeah. Alright. Wait. Tomorrow? Amaru Sun. Amaru Sun. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, Cooped Up Podcast, Episode 6. We got Amaru Sun in the building. Yo, What's yo, up? Yo. What's happening? What's happening? What you been doing today, man? Really just been trying to defeat this writer bl- writer's block that I have. Oh, writer's yeah. block? Yeah. You were talking about your brother's football game. Like, mm-hmm. do, what do you think, like, kind of changed up um, you not being able to like be there for like is that really uh so with that honestly i just needed to really be more into my brother's life than really just be his brother per se so you know instead of me just being all about myself i just need to be more about him instead of just being all about me because sometimes that does play in a factor and plus he's busy too he's you a still man you still live at home Okay. Sure do. And you're not even going to your brother's football games? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like, he doesn't go to my performances that I do or, you know, go to my little recorded sessions or we basically just don't even go to each other's events. Like, literally this year is like the year I've really been going to his events and stuff. What's the difference in age there? Age is 22 to, shoot, You don't even know how old he is? That's crazy. It's all all types of I'm already knowing it's all types of bad. Yeah. Oh <laughs> but, man. Yeah, but we're, me and him are really two busy and creative people. He makes some of our cover art, and he also does. Oh, your brother stuff makes too. your cover art. He makes some of it. Mm-hmm. We might need to hit his brother up <laughs> for some things. Yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, when did you start rapping? Uh, I started rapping after I left college in 2016. I did one semester, and I said, "Yeah, this is not for me. I don't see myself being here for about like." Four to six years, I said nope. So I literally just left, went home. I got, got a job, kind of didn't really know what I was gonna do for the rest of my life. And then that's whenever I linked up with, uh, well, somebody told me about somebody named Flight Beats. He goes by Royce J. Somebody told me about him, and then we kind of just linked up that way. But also, I still wasn't trying to, you know, make music at the time. I was just a listener because music has always been a part of my life. Yeah. So I've been an active listener. So once I got got like past like that stage or whatever. They were about to do this show that was in Liberty. He said, well, him, it was him and his homeboy. They, they were telling me I should start making music. And I just kept telling them back and forth, like, no, I don't want to. Yes, you should. No, 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 no. I think I'll be good at it. And then, honestly. Music's uh, been, you said music's been a part of your life. Like, were you in band too or something like that? Well, or? I, I wasn't in band. It was more of me being an active listener at a young age of like three years old. Okay. And like actually comprehending music and, uh, you know, rhythm and the beat and all that stuff. And then it kind of built it up to me being an orchestra, and I and I do and still play the violin also. Mm-hmm. So. How long? So, uh, you ever think about like tying that into? Well, I guess that wouldn't even sound. That wouldn't even be hard. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like, do you ever kind of use like melody in that sense? Like, do you ever think like attach your violin usage to your music at all now? Yeah, uh, I was always told to do that like the past two years to tie me playing the violin to my music. But then again, it's like I try, I really try to work so hard at other things that people don't know that I do because I'm not just an artist. Yeah. Like I also produce, I mix and match, I record people. I also do like social media management and there's something else. Oh, yeah. And I try to, I try sometimes to be like an A&R because I have that ear and what sounds good and what sounds bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like I'm a person that's just really in the field of just the arts of the music per se because do you think it's i feel i feel like it's kind of hard to do all those things at the same time do you think that's kind of would it do you think it would offset your personal like future from doing all these things rather than uh doing it for other people too or do you do it for other people for like money so not gonna lie with me that the person that i am I, I kind of put the art first before I put like any type of finances and money. Like, you know, instead of putting that first, I'm trying to, I'm already getting this stuff mixed up. I really just put like the art first yeah. instead of just having the money be, you know, become the main priority. Because if a person's stuff doesn't sound, you know, doesn't sound good to me, then I obviously will be like, okay, well, you know, I'm a person that critiques my music and a lot of people do listen to my stuff and they either like some or all 
or maybe just a fair few, mm-hmm. I kind of just take that and kind of motivate myself to see if I'm able to do, you know, do the same things that people are telling me and put that towards what they have going on. And usually the people that I record, their stuff comes out like good, sometimes even better than my stuff. And I just be like, hold on, wait a minute. I just, yeah, you a miracle, man. Like, <laughs> who do you work with or who are you? About to say, it's just me. Okay. But you said you Yeah, who are some of the artists you've worked with? Some of the artists. And you said some people sound better than you. Like, so like some who? of the people that I've like recorded and whatnot, when I say when I say work with, I'm talking about I just record them. And okay. Like, you just yeah. record. Yeah, I just record okay. and that's it. But the artists that I do really work with faithfully is really just like Royce J, Fly Beats. That's the only person I really work with faithfully. I don't think I've heard of him. No, me neither. Yeah, some you know? people know him in the city around his Fly Beats. Like as the most I don't know too many people though around here <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like Austin hit you up, and the thing is, the weird thing is, I followed you like maybe a while back, and we probably both unfollowed each other. Yeah. And then Austin hit you, or I don't know how that worked. Austin hit you up or something, and then he was like, "You should go on." And then I was like, "Okay, we could." Yeah. Do it. It seems I, like- I saw two DMs in my Instagram and. Mm-hmm. And my DM, they get flooded all the time. So, like, I was trying to find back and saw and see who, like, said something to me about an interview. I'm like, wait, where's this person at? And it was, like, the middle of me, like, recording and stuff. Oh, so, okay. I was like, shoot, hold on. Wait, <laughs> I got to get back and see who said something. Because two people did, and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was, it was me and Austin, probably. Okay. So, uh, like, when you're recording stuff, are you, like, in the studio every day? Uh, not every day. I kind of slowed down my process because I recorded so many songs and so much. And I put so much time in those songs, too. It's time for me to take an actual break. It's like I've been going on like four months straight, and I kind of just need to, need to chill out. Do you do a home studio? Mm-hmm. It's, that's like the way to go. Everyone's been doing that. We had uh, Dadu World on, and he's like, yeah, I just record at home. I don't really go to the studio like that. Yeah, going That to seems the, like the move now. Yeah, going to the studio to me is like at least trying it out once to see what the other person can do with your vocals instead of, you know, just you doing your own or having that one person do your own. Like, that's what I learned whenever I went to California because... Like we made, I made two songs with this guy named Mike G. Like, dude's very dope. He works with a lot of like popular artists, like Migos, Famous Dex. He's a producer. Mm, he is a producer, but he he's really known for his like mixing and mastering. Okay. Yeah. So, like, when I got linked up with him in LA like almost a month ago, he was like, just kind of just telling me and showing me stuff and showing me how fast they recording all that. And I was, you know, I was on the same pace as them. And he was surprised that I was on the same pace as what he was doing in the mm. studio. And we just knocked out like two tracks easy. How did that, how did you link up with him? Like, how did that work? So, I kind of knew him through like other artists, but I really just mainly just hit him up on Instagram. And then okay. we just scheduled a date then, and I just went flew out and did my, did my thing there. Oh, so you, you planned this before you went out there? This wasn't a thing that happened like while you were out there? Oh, uh, no, it was a thing. Where, well, basically, yeah, I had a plan. Do you have any fun while you were out there? Or did you just specifically go to <laughs> record with him? Uh, I did have fun, but. At the same time, it's like I'm not really a person that's just there to just chill all the time. I like to get stuff done if I'm at a place where I can get stuff done, you know? I feel yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But, like, before we started this podcast, if I went to a different state, like, I wouldn't have anything to do. Like, because I wasn't doing anything, really. So, like, now that I have a podcast, like, if we go to another state, it'd be cool to interview, like, someone from, like, maybe, like, Chicago or L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's like a good way to expand rather than... Yeah, this stuff is like really portable too, we found out. Because we've already traveled to do another podcast. Well, not really travel, but we just did it in another location yeah. and it wasn't that bad. It's just like an hour setup, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was pretty... It was, it was a little iffy though. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I, you thought we lost that cord and shit? Yeah, I mean, it's weird like because you, you like scared you'll lose stuff. Because there's a lot of things to keep track of. But I don't know, we figured it out. Do you think um, producing is more important than, than talent? The, the raw vocals, raw vocals. Like, like if if you have raw vocals, like a, you you could be an amazing rapper, raw mm-hmm. vocals, terrible producing, versus like someone like if I just hopped on a mic and I had an amazing producer, like. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do, more do, yeah, who would who would be better? Which one would be so, better? So, I say it is as like a person that's really just doing both and also me learning from other people. Like realistically, if you can't do either or at a good, you know, at a good speed or at least just, you know, at a good timing, then you're not, then you're not gonna win if you do either or besides like production wise. Cause there's always gonna be people that want, you know, production, making beats, engineering or 
recording people, mixing and mastering, mm-hmm. you know, putting pieces together, putting stuff together like videographers and all this stuff. Those people are going to be real comfortable, you know, where they're sitting at versus like just one person being an artist. Because nowadays, from what I'm seeing, a lot of people can't win without being, you know, without doing everything. They can't just be an artist anymore. Like it takes way more than that. You're right. Yeah, it takes it, way more. Than it's that. you got. You kind of have to have like a a personality too, almost, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of rappers coming out. They could be trash, but like their social media presence is amazing, and then mm-hmm. everyone wants to see what's going on with them, and that draws them to their music. Or, and when you like get on and do interviews, you like you have to you have to have a voice really for yourself. You have to exactly. be able to speak for yourself. Yeah, like it's like individual. what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It helps people. Yeah. So, but just, if you're like a really quiet person, that's not going to help you at all. Yeah. yeah, just let y'all know this is my first interview ever. That's no even jump. better. Yeah, this is my first interview ever. I've never had. We saw uh, no jumper like, or yeah, no jumper like some of your stuff today. That's interesting. Yeah, no, nah, he did. <laughs> Shout out no jumper. That Shout was, out no jumper. <laughs> Shout out no jumper. Adam twenty two. We could be on no jumper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy because I just I just want to call Adam an old man. Like, oh, I'm man. like old man. We're taking over. <laughs> Once you die. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna be around for you a while. I actually do. I used to watch him a lot, kind of like before like X blew up, and I watched his interviews and stuff. But I wasn't before really, X blew up. Yeah, it was before X blew up. I was watching his interviews because like he, it was just like him just standing across, you know, sitting in a table, yeah. kind of like this. And he had hair. Wide, like how can I explain it? It was more whatever the word is for this right here, and like he would just sit across with other people and you have other people just walking around smoking and stuff. Now it's just more like a a circle and it's more like a one-on-one session versus like a whole like you know i kind of liked how it was earlier yeah i I like how it was more like of a group kind of thing like Mm -hmm. i liked when x was there and then ski mask was next to him and then wi-fi's funeral was across yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no that setup was actually cool but i feel like the way that he has a setup now is to where you can relate more to like the artists and see you know better angles of that of the artist or whoever that person is that he's interviewing yeah the funny thing is, we were about to do a table, but yeah. then we were like, "Yeah, you know." The what? one thing that actually made us not get the table was because we were like, "How the fuck are we gonna get this up here?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What kind of table was it? It was, it was just a big ass, ass table. table. <laughs> yeah, we were like, yeah. we, that, "No, nah, that's not going." We were just gonna put it in the middle of the living room, just have like the couch as a background. And then we still, we just slowly around. started just like minimizing it, like. So we we're like, we just want to like chill on the couch, like yeah, be better it, right, that way, right? And just vibe out that way, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, who are you connected with in Kansas City? Kansas City? I or mean, would you consider yourself kind of by yourself? That's what it seems like. It seems yeah. like it's just, from looking at your social media, it seems like it's kind of just you. Yeah, I am really am just by myself, man. Yeah. Like, I've had, I actually tried reaching out to people before, and it never really worked. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I don't know if it was because of how my page was looking, because, you know, some people judge you off the page, or how you look at one, you know, a certain way. And stuff like that. So I'm basically just, I just said, okay, cool. I'm just gonna do everything by myself and see what happens. So it's <laughs> like that though. People, people will just like judge you for literally your page. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter what it is. That's One crazy. thing I've noticed, like just about our Instagram, like I don't know how we're like popping off like this. Yeah. And like you have people like tagging us so many times. Yeah. And it's like we have a hundred followers. Like, yeah. We like, hundred forty. We followers. literally gained. Like a hundred, it was a hundred in a day. It was a hundred in a day, like our first day, and then like the second day, it was like forty or something 50, like that. 40, yeah. yeah. But like, it's I think it's the our presence there. Just like I don't know the way we like promote our stuff. It's different than maybe what other people. I don't know. Do. It's weird that people want to be on it. Like I, I yeah, think I, I think that's odd too. Like because we don't just, even have, we have like five videos in the vault, yeah. but mm-hmm. we got. Like no one's seen them, so it's just like, like we I only have, have one video. I have people hitting up my personal page and like asking about it. When yeah. We have we have like our own Instagram for it, and we got some big people who like actually want to be on it. Yeah, but like scheduling and everything, I don't want to say their names or anything because like yeah. if we don't get them on, yeah. But like, there's at least like three big people who hit me up. We need to like make a board and like start getting a schedule down. Yeah, really, it's just like. Whenever somebody hits us up, we just like decide like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. It's just like spur of the moment type thing. Yeah. But I, I I don't like the people who think they're too. I don't get how you could be from the same city like mm-hmm. and 
like you could have a little buzz, but you're not like huge or anything. And then right. just think you're like too cool to even respond. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's just strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and that's kind of like what you were saying. You you said people just look at your page and kind of be iffy about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. why do you think that was? Why would, why do you think they'd be iffy about it that? It really could be just because of my look, or at one point in time they they like, couldn't really figure out your hair. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, at one point, yeah, probably my hair. But at one point, I did have like a gas mask that I wear all the time. Oh, and, I, saw, and I, I just showed you that video. Yeah. Like, I was scrolling through your page. That video was dope. Yeah, it was actually pretty dope. Yeah. Was that someone out here? Yeah, no, that was in uh, L.A. And, and also by a prison. Do you travel yeah, there a lot? By a prison? Do I travel there a lot? Not really. I want to. Uh-huh. But there's, like, still other places I want to go to. And, and one of them's, like, Atlanta and New York. And I'm actually planning on going to New York in October. Those two cities changed me when I went to uh, L.A. and oh, New yeah, York. Yeah. Like, New York was the first time I really got out of the city. And I was like, damn, this is what's out here? Yeah, like, it's crazy. It changes you. And then, like, L.A. is different because just, like, the amount of people that are rich out there. And, like, you see it when you go, like, to Man. Beverly Hills and shit. It's crazy. No, it is You're crazy. like, I have to get here someday. The people in L.A. are different, too. Yeah. Um, like, they dress so much better. It's odd. They dress better. <laughs> they, they dress so much better. And, like, then we finally, like, get on and our clothing will be better just because, like, people go out and travel to yeah. L.A. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, people got to venture out. To like really understand how other places are functioning because like this is really what I see and I want other people to really like notice and not try to take this as an offense but like whenever I go to like LA like it, I kid you not like people over there they they know what they like what they're doing what they're talking about and when I try to pass the information back down here it's like people just think I'm like stupid or I don't know what I'm talking about but when I start doing something that you know that I'm learning from over there. Then it's, then it's just like, oh, well, then they just kind of look, you know, silly. whatever. They look silly. People basically. don't know how to take criticism here. I've noticed that. Yeah. Like, yes. they are really, like, they hate constructive criticism. They think that you're, like, putting them down, but it's really just, like, you're trying to help them out. Mm-hmm. What yeah. type of information were you talking about? So, information, basically, really, it's like, really just trying to get your music out there and heard and all that from, a you know, from your crowd. Like, that's something that I learned all 2018, and then I... You know, put that in 2019, and that's really when I started to get in my name even higher and higher than before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what information is it? <laughs> so, really, it's just it's like social media. Social media is so important. It is important. And somebody told me it was a fan actually told me they were, they were they commented on one of my posts and they said that I was doing the whole thing wrong. And I said. <laughs> And I was thinking, like, what do you mean I'm doing the whole thing wrong? Imagine like, on my that. Instagram page. You put so much work in shit. Yeah. yeah. So it says you're doing everything wrong. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I imagine I'm somebody saying that to us. Wrong. Like, what if Adam Twenty Two commented on it? It was like no, you're doing and, everything wrong. And that wrong. had me that had me stunned for a second. I'm like, what do you mean I'm doing everything wrong? I'm thinking in my head because I didn't respond, but I looked at it. I was like, what does this person mean? I'm doing everything wrong. Cause, and then I kept reading, and they were saying you need to do like the eighty twenty like rule or percentage. And I'm like. What what does that even mean? There are like eighty pictures of like wait pictures of like eighty percent of you and then twenty percent of your music and I'm like really and then I started looking at other like artists or rappers pages and I'm like that's really what they're doing right now and their pages are always booming so I'm like what well, yeah let me see this let me see if this is actually gonna work yeah and since I've been like you know taking more pictures of myself and doing more uh you know photo shoots it's actually working like this is working like, people want to see the artist. And that's, that comes into another thing I was saying that I learned beginning of this year. A lot of people want to see what the artists look like, and then yeah. they go to the music second. And they want to see their personality, too. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part, though. That's, like, the hardest part of it all, because yeah. you're basically putting yourself online. Like, no one really puts their 100% self online. Right. But they want to see, like, the personality. They want to see funny shit. They want to... I don't know. It's just yeah. it's weird. Mm-hmm. They, um, they just it, want to see the real you, my bad. No, you're good, man. Uh, I, th- I was going to say, I think it's good that you're, uh, like, you, you took that c- criticism, like, very well. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, taking it to heart and be like, no, nah, I know everything. Like, yeah, that's what gets a lot of people, like, well, I used to be like that. I'm not going to lie. That was way before I started making music where I thought I knew everything. But uh, that's one of the things that actually destroys a person's career. And they don't even know it. And it's before they even get it started. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've seen it happen. And I'm witnessing it, you know, it happened right now. I'm not going to say anybody's name, but I'm witnessing it happen right now. And I'm trying to, you know, uplift 
this person to get back to where they were or higher or try to get them to where I'm at. And it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard. Like, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things that's going on with this world that I can't really explain. But I just know I can really understand what's going on. And I try to either help or avoid. That's all we can all do is just help or avoid. Mm-hmm. Like what's happening. Like it's a lot more. It's a lot deeper than me making songs and doing all that stuff. Cause, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I'm saying. That. <laughs> that's a, that would if someone walked in in this conversation at that moment, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you say, there's a lot deeper. Yeah. There is a lot yeah. deeper though. I don't. I don't know what you would be talking about with a lot deeper. But. Yeah, me personally, it's just me trying to spread a message and me trying to, you know, well, how can I explain it? I can explain it this way better. I try to reach people with my music, and then after, after I reach them with my music, I try to spread them with a positive message. Because if you listen to my music now, then what it was even last year or the year before, I've evolved so much as just like an artist and trying to, you know, relay my message because that's what I think music needs to be really is to trying to get your message across good or bad like positive or negative you need to get your message across to where people that actually listen to your music want to get to know you more mm-hmm. you know that's how they can figure you know your stuff out what's your message mine <laughs> well I say yeah, me I just this shit. I was say I really just be on that sad stuff man <laughs> but then also I, I'd make that I do it as a twist I, this is what I told myself. I said, "Look, one day I will get rich off a heartbreak," but <laughs> but uh, my real my main message is really just trying to tell people like you're not alone when it comes to having these like harsh breakups, or when it comes to me having these like bad relationships with people. Like like you're not the only one. Like I have a song called Anxiety where I literally explain like all my anxiety towards a certain person, and people tell me in the comment section like, "Bro, like you saved my life." Uh, da, 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 da. Like I was really about to do something bad oh, like, tonight, crazy. and then when I heard your song, like I literally just cut it out, like stuff like that. How does that make you feel when somebody says that? That really makes me just like, wow, like people are really listening to my music, and they're not just bumping it just because you know the beats, the beat slaps, and all that stuff. They're listening. Yeah, they're actually listening to what I'm saying. Like I had a song that I put out before, and this person commented and was like, "Well, it was like kind of like an older song." They commented and was like, "Wow, I've never heard him." cuss so much in my life and I've been listening to him for like a year or so and I was like ooh let me cut back on that cause I don't want them to think that I'm just like a person that's just you know all trying to ride the wave right? I'm trying to ride a wave or anything yeah. like that nah but it was just something I had like a year ago before I started evolving my sound and whatnot. so it's so in all this music you're talking about real heartbreak Mm-hmm. Like all, everything that I is it explain. multiple? Is it multiple people? Or is it just one person? Like, so <laughs> what made you get hurt so bad? So really, is I had really two bad breakups. Uh, it was one that happened. It, this probably sounds really silly, <laughs> but I had one back when I was like a, going from my junior year in high school to my senior year, and she just oh, basically high school just, breakup. I know she just basically up and just and just left. Actually, no, it was two in high school, like Damn. one before. One before that one, and then the one that was more my junior year to senior year in high school. I'm not gonna really explain what happened. Do you think they listen to your music and they're like, "No, oh, this one's me. about me." Yeah. Well, I know one of them does for sure because she, really? yeah, she tries to still be around. But yeah, that's I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. One I think that's an odd thing to like look out for. Like, oh, he's talking about me. Like, yeah. if she's like, I don't know. I don't know though because like I was, I'm not gonna get too specific, but I was talking to this girl who was a. Singer, that's already specific enough. <laughs> but like, I would listen to a song that she dropped like right after we stopped talking. I was like, "This has to be about me." <laughs> There's no way. He's like, no way. But it wasn't like cool. a, it wasn't like we weren't cool after that. Yeah. It's just, but mm-hmm. it was, I don't know. Yeah, cause, that's already enough information. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I kid you not, like sometimes whenever I go, when I go and talk to people, and I, you know, it it just triggers me to where it's just like, dang. Like, I really gotta get this emotion out somehow, some way, and I put that through my music. And people mm-hmm. like that I noticed when they listen to my music, they mainly get attracted by the stuff that I was actually talking about some real stuff in that really happened with me. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I have noticed with my music and whatnot. Like, mm-mm. so are you? Why? What makes you so focused on heartbreak music? Like, why? Why don't you? Honestly, be really, is that your audience? Like heartbroken. So, so like what so really what happened was I at first when I started making music I never sung at all I was never on my singing tip at all I was really just rapping and I was trying to basically evolve as just like a rapper and 
once I got past that, and I was like, hold on, these metaphors and stuff are coming in real good. Like uh, my mom and then my boy also, Royce J, Flight Beats, he, he was telling me that I needed to, you know, start using my singing voice. And my mom, she's a singer. So like she used to like kind of coach me back in high school, but I never really took that advice until now when I started actually making music. Uh, until I started making music. But yeah. What type like, of singing does moms do? She does jazz. Jazz. Jazz, gospel, R&B. Oh, so she got that thick voice. Mm-hmm. That yeah. church choir. Voice. <laughs> yeah, no, she's like one the of goosebump my goosebump voice. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, no, for real. She's one of my inspirations though. Like yeah. real talk. Like I may not say that enough, but she really is. Like I love her to death, man. Is she supportive of your music? Oh my goodness! Look, she listens to it. Yo, like yes, and yeah, she does every all, all day, every day. Like as soon as she wakes up, she literally plays the music and blasts it loud. And sometimes even my unreleased songs, and I'd be like, "Yo, I'm not trying to hear this right mm, now." She's yeah. like, "I don't care. I like your songs. Yeah, like I'm trying to support you and whatnot." That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, that is dope. It's, yeah. She hear that cussing song. Yeah, yeah, no, she no, she supports all the music that I all like. all the music, yes, all of it. But then again, she does tell me. You know, in the background, like, hey, like, you need to, you need to start making more music like this than versus, you know, the music that you're making, you know, back then. You know what I'm saying? You got to start making music how you how you need to start making music. Uh, uh, I really don't know how to explain it, for real. Does your whole family support it, or is it just your mom? So, it started off really with my mom, and then it lingered on to my brother, and then my dad finally was paying attention to it. Because, you know, he's not really on social media like that yeah. at one point. But then, as soon as he did, he started supporting me more that way. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So, what would you, what would you say is like? I know uh, the progression from. You said like two years ago, you didn't have as much of a following as you do now. Yeah. But I know it's like a slow progression. Mm-hmm. But what do you think kind of led you to that point? I know you kind of touched on it, but yeah. So with me leading on to that point. You really kind of got. You really kind of have to like. And I know this probably sucks for some artists if they are gonna watch this. It does suck, but you have to like compare yourself to other artists because this is what it comes to the whole social media thing. Because like in this whole social media realm, I know how to play with the algorithm with like you know SoundCloud and YouTube and stuff. Like you just gotta know your audience. You gotta do your comparing and contrasting with how you sound versus like at least three other artists. And then you kind of just have them listen to your music and it generates this whole cloud, this whole algorithm thing. It sounds like you know like the whole business behind it. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> Real focus on that. Do you do anything else like outside of music? Do you work at all? I say I actually do work, but I plan on really leaving that job soon. Cause, and just doing this full time? Uh-huh, because it's getting to that point where I really don't have to work anymore. I remember, uh, I'm not going to say like you remind me of Trippy Red. Because like I, but like I remember uh, Halston sending me like a tri- Trippy Red song like from his page uh-huh. when he was at fourteen thousand followers, Ooh, and then like literally two months later he blew up and then had like a hundred and then like a million. But like that's kind of I'm not gonna say you remind me of Trippy Red, but that's kind of like it seems like this situation kind of like it seems like if you play the right parts like. There is that potential at some point. Mm-hmm. I have this one song that's gonna drop September thirteenth, and this is a song that I've saved <laughs> at least since beginning of two thousand seventeen. And I, <laughs> you, you're wait, you're dropping funny. it September thirteenth. I'm, I'm dropping it September thirteenth, but beginning of two thousand seventeen is when I was like writing it, and I didn't record it till the end of two thousand eighteen after I dropped my album Sad Boy, after I dropped that album, and I did not finalize the song until mm. like. A month and a half ago, yeah, and the song's called "Hate Love." So you think this is like a hard, like it's one of your hardest songs, probably? I've been told this is my best song that I ever made. Period. Oh, for this real? This might have to be our podcast one point five, so we could drop it before. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since we're talking about that, what's with this Juice World feature? Man, look. So yeah, let I me, let me, shit go, on let that, me huh? go ahead and explain. Is this real? This because, is this a real feature? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's like half and half. So let me explain what happened. Like back in June and July, I had I asked like people like basically my fans or people that are watching me to send me beats, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I put that all across YouTube, for uh, yeah YouTube it was Instagram and I think Twitter, but I asked a lot of people like just just to send me beats, 
So I got like 12, 13, 14 different emails. And then one of them had a bunch of his like unreleased songs. And I'm like, I didn't even ask for this. So I had like a lot of his unreleased songs. And then after I went, after I clicked on a couple, I was like, okay, this is not going to hurt. Like I clicked through a couple. And then I heard that song in there. And I kind of was just like, man, it's, it's, it's cool. I was in the right state of mind. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm just going to leave this alone. And what made this actually happen was that like I just whenever I went to California and then I came back I was clicking through all my downloads that I had mm-hmm. and then I heard that and I'm like wait this is actually like slapping so I tried to like you know make sure that this song wasn't a song that was either like released slash unreleased because you know you try to have his like his little unreleased songs mm-hmm. and and sure enough it it was one of his like unreleased songs that was already out but at the same time it's like I still got it you know, I still talk to some of these people and they just kind of allowed it to go through. But then again, I still can't make money off of it. So, so you got permission? I got per- I got permission from somebody that was in this camp. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you regret doing it? Because I, I saw like, like I, I looked at the song and I saw like kind of in the comments like of the song that would pop up, like people were kind of hating their... Mm-hmm. Or, what was I looking on? It was either Instagram or on SoundCloud, but people were like, this isn't this isn't real. This isn't Juice World. It wasn't. A yeah. Place. So, like, I did make the six part page on my Instagram page where I was explaining like how this even came about. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, one, it wasn't my email. Like, two, people already pulled put out the full song, but the version that I had was like spots that were already just open, just out in blank. And I'm trying to figure out like how did this even happen? I didn't really question it for real. I just did what I did and just. Put it out there and just i just want to see what's gonna happen really <laughs> like yeah. yeah it was it was never on no do you think it would have been weird though if like it blew up and then you would have like, been Juice famous World from that yeah <laughs> yeah and I then like see. it would have been yeah like and even if like you would have been famous for that like then it would have been like the one song and then like people would expect like more artists to be like featured or something to do stuff like that yeah well my thing is, I really don't expect getting a lot of attraction from it for real, uh-huh. because, like I said, I named it something different than what it was, mm-hmm. and that's why people are thinking that I steal it. For one, I can't steal something that's already been put out there. True. Like for the, for like it's been it's been a minute. I've been like a month now since the song actually been you know released unreleased. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. Number two, it's a Southside 808 beat. Like mm-hmm. Southside 808 or 808 Mafia, they only give beats out to people that they really mess with. So it's like, how did I get the beat for one? You know, I can't, I can't just get the beat that way. Like that's, that's crazy. I wonder who, like, who was the person who sent it to you, or do you not even know? I said I really don't know. I might have to look back, but I, but I really think I erased all my emails on my old. It was, it was sent to my old email because some people have my old email and then I have my new one. It's an Outlook, yeah. And I tell people they always send beats to my Outlook, but back then I had my Gmail account. And that's whenever I was just clicking through all those, and I just saw that in there. Yeah, there was like five or six of them. So what were you, uh, what would you do if you weren't doing music? You said you were in college. What were you in college for? I was in college really just to, I don't know. Pass the time, maybe. That's why a lot of people go. Yeah, I wasn't really in in college just to be in college. I was there to see it and, you know, to see how it was. And it was cool, but I just didn't see myself there for like four to six years because I wasn't really at that point in time, you know, trying to relate to people mm-hmm. and whatnot. It wasn't really having, you know, friends and whatnot. That's kind of how. So you were undeclared in your major? I mean, I had like a full ride to Missouri Southern, but that uh, was basically it. It was, a, it was, I went there for track. Oh, uh, for track? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I ran the four by one and four by two, but it was like the hundred meter. Oh, I never knew that. I did a 400. I was a 400 runner, but I was like, all right. But the thing is, like, my team was awful. So, like, I was on varsity. Our team was awful. So, <laughs> like, I didn't get any, like, scholarships or anything. But Yeah. Yeah. What was track like? What's the 400? Is that two laps? No, it's one. One, one lap. <laughs> Never done track. <laughs> what was that like? What, like, what's your relationship in track? Man, my whole family on my mom's side was in track. And... It kind of just inspired me. I used to run all the time. They used to give me a nickname. It was like nonstop poop pop or something like that. Nonstop poop pop. Yeah, I used That's to always strange. just run all the time. And 
and I kind of just, you know, I kind of just kind of, you know, carried on with the yeah. family trying to do track and whatnot. But then again, I like did pull like both my hamstrings, so it's like that can be. Damn. Yeah, I know. What can't were you doing? Bad. You weren't stretching at all, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah, stretching my legs was bad. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. How long did that take to recover from? They told me two to three months, but it took like two months for it to like fully recover and restore like my legs and whatnot. Yeah, it's hard for some reason with my body structure, it's hard for me to stretch like my legs. And my upper body's always cool, but with my legs is just, it's just crazy. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you were a thrower. Like you were <laughs> like, you got a thrower. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. <laughs> nah, not no thrower. But I can see, I can see a hundred. I can see a hundred. Yeah. Because a hundred people are more like built. And then 400s, the higher you get, the skinnier the dude is. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about, like, all this First Friday stuff going on? First Fridays? I mean, a lot of this stuff is cool, but I just, I'm not really a person to be around a whole bunch of people. Really? Oh, did you know yeah. they canceled it then? Yeah, they canceled it. They didn't cancel it. They stopped having... They stopped having food trucks, vendors, and, like, anything outside, basically. How, how come? You didn't hear about you must oh my yeah, god, you are telling nigga don't get out. I'm last first Fridays, um a preacher's daughter got shot. Wait, no, some girl did tell me that. Yeah, yeah. And she and she talked to him too, right before yeah. it all happened. It was crazy. Like I like we were me and Halston were outside that day and then like someone called us and was like, You guys need to leave. Like, why? It was like someone just got shot. And she wasn't even like, out, they weren't aiming for her. Like it was, I don't know who they were aiming for, but that's just crazy to me. Like, what's the point of First Fridays anymore? Yeah, like I'm not going if there's vendors. no food trucks. There's probably not gonna be DJs, no food trucks. Like, I wonder they're, what do you? They're do? not blocking off the streets either, are they? Probably, I don't know. Like, what do you do anymore? There's I don't know. People, people just <laughs> walking around on Friday. That's wild. That that just sound like a bunch of trouble, man. Wait, why don't you like to be around people? It's not it's not that I don't like to be around people. It's just I don't like to be around big crowds. So would like, you consider yourself antisocial? I'm I would be antisocial at a certain extent. It's just that like if I don't know these people well well enough, I just don't like really being around in that space. I feel like I'm wasting my time basically. Wow. You know? Yeah, that's really what it is. Cause I like to you know keep my time always with me doing something, yeah. being productive. Or thinking about how I'm gonna make this next move, how I'm gonna do this and do that. Do you think that could be like holding you back a little bit? It can. Cause like when you want to network. Yeah, it can with me even trying to network with people out here, kind of like how I network with you guys. Yeah. But it. it well, we really social be. media network. Are you like looking to get a feature? Cause like. Or no, would you rather just do this shit? Are you shit trying to hop on a song? No, I'm not. Because I feel like I feel like if you wanted a feature to like you can't just like be behind a screen, you like have to get out there and like talk to people. Well you can be behind a screen, you can just send it. Like, yeah, I know. But like I feel like it'd be better if you met somebody. Yeah. I I can see what you mean. Yeah, no, it could be bad. better to meet somebody. Like, what was it? I can tell you a really crazy story what happened. It happened this year actually. So this was like a, a couple years ago. You ever heard of an artist named Young Gravy? Yeah. You have? Kobe loves Young Gravy. Kobe does. Yeah, <laughs> Kobe is. Yeah, yeah, Kobe does. I was <laughs> but, like, you know Kobe? <laughs> but Kobe yeah, does. so with Young Gravy, this is, this is so crazy. So like back whenever I was really on like my rapping mm-hmm. like style, I had a song called Dragon's Fist that I put when out. When you say rapping style, like are you talking about like rapping? I was just rap, mainly like, rapping. Like, like I was like, type shit? Not really, not really. Okay, wasn't no like battle rap and me trying to like, <laughs> really rap and whatnot. It was some me, bars it's in me, there? It's me trying to like trying to make funny bars and trying okay. to be real clever at what I was saying and whatnot. And I had this song at the beginning of like 2017 also like in January. But I didn't put it out till like late September. Uh, and whenever I put it out like a couple weeks later like Young Gravy saw it and re- reposted it and emailed me and said and say, yo, like that shit dings. And I'm like, bro, what? Wow. Like it dings. It dings. <laughs> yo, that shit dings. <laughs> and then he's like been messing with my music ever since. And recently I actually linked up with him when he had a show in Lawrence. Oh, also, really? Mm-hmm, when he had a show in Lawrence. Yeah, uh, his manager, his tour manager reached out to me because we got in contact. And we basically, I basically, you know, just told him that I, about me, how me and Young Gravy actually like talked for like the first time in an email. It was, this all happened in email, not DMs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Yeah, that's whenever he saw the song. You know, he heard and he heard my music too, and he kept asking me questions about how you know, like, what are you doing? Like, how are your stats looking right now? What's going on? Like, how's your, you know, how's your music going? How's it sounding? When was this again? Was this, this is this like, is in February. Yeah, I remember Young Gravy. Like, I remember being in Lawrence and I saw uh, Young Gravy's name, mm-hmm. but I didn't remember what month it was. Yeah, dude's tall. He's tall. Tall. I, I don't six, think I've six. ever like seen. Damn. I've heard like his music, but I haven't like seen what he looks like. Yeah, that nah, makes dude's six six. He is six six. He's man. six six. Uh huh. And then uh, yeah. So let me explain real quick what happened. He is six six though. Like I'm, I walk into the bus, I see everybody that's in his group. Tip, uh, baby, no money. Uh, Von Bouleri, that's his manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, was tour manager. There was somebody else. I can't really think of his name right now. And. Oh yeah, I also met Kid Clever too there too. If you you know guys know Kid Clever, I've heard, I've heard of him. I've heard that before. I, yeah, no, he's smart. Dude is smart. Wait, what he does? Then wait, is it uh, white dude? I mean, he's like mixed. I don't really know what he he's looks mixed white, with, but right? he's. I guess you could say he is looks he white or white. not? <laughs> no, he's like mixed. I think, I, I no okay, idea. so yeah, Vanessa tagged him in one of our posts and was like, we "Oh, that's where I heard him." Yeah, 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 I was wondering what okay, I heard. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. one. He's one of my homies. Okay. Yeah, me and him try. We share each other information and advice and stuff. That could be another person that I could name that I've like worked with, but I don't really see him on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's out doing his thing and I'm doing my thing, you know, back at home and sometimes traveling. Yeah. But yeah, whenever I did meet Young Gravy on the bus though, like I asked him, I was like, hey, because it was a long time ago. I asked him, I was like, hey, do you remember this song right here? He looked at it and immediately was just like, yeah, I do. He's that's fire. And I'm like, I'm like, that's me. And he's like, oh, that's you? And I'm like, yeah. Cause you know really? his manager invited me on his bus. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, oh wait, so Young Gravy didn't even know that you were gonna be on the bus, and yeah. then like you got on. Mm-hmm. He yeah. must have been like, "Who is this motherfucker yeah, on that's my funny. bus?" <laughs> like, he looked at me and was like, "Yeah, yeah, what's up, what's up?" You know. But then again, I did change my name a little bit back then to what it is now. What do you mean? Like I changed my name. It, it was just Amaru. Then I oh, saw okay. a lot of people that had Amaru, so I tried to make it on some anime reference, cause you know. I like I like watching anime, so I named it Amaru's son. You know. Do you think it's weird that like anime anime kind of has like its own little culture of people? Because you don't see like people who play baseball like watching anime. Or, yeah. Like, you know, like that's mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's like a, it's, a, it's a specific. It's like every of, time you hear of a rapper, like most rappers let or watch anime. It's, it's like weird. I wouldn't say most, but like I'd say most well, the of like the nowadays, newer age yeah. rappers have a high anime like. What's the word? I don't what? know. It's a bigger influence. Okay. A high influence of anime. Mm-hmm. So, like, you actually genuinely like anime. Mm-hmm. No, I do. I haven't seen any of the newer stuff, but, yeah, anything Like, before, what do you like, watch? Like, I've watched... I don't know I'm going to sound really, really basic, but... Like, Dragon mine, Ball but growing Z. up was yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. I mean, Dragon Ball GT. Really, I just watched all that... Naruto, Naruto Shippuden. I'm trying to figure out there's another one. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched Zatch Bell. No, I don't watch anime. <laughs> anime. Yeah, I had Zatch Bell. Um, there's another one too. Crap, it's like Gurren Lagann. I watched that like before I, I left high school. That was a really good one. Um, really trying to think what else. Actually, I watched Bleach. One. Crap, Eureka Seven. There's there's a, there's a lot. There's just a lot of them. That I typically watch, you know, not too often now because I'm really getting busy with doing my music and stuff. But yeah, that's what I. What get. do you think like draws people into this anime kind of? It's like a culture almost, like an anime culture. It's weird. Like, I feel like I feel like it's like they had to start out watching it as a kid. I don't really know of people that just get into it. Yeah, like, but why now. is it? What what the, what about anime is making people like obsessive over it? Like, because there's. Like we, did you grow up watching cartoons? Yeah. Like hello. Growing up watching cartoons, it's it's not like I'm like, I'm talking like Sponge. Well, I guess SpongeBob. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. but it's not like I have like my page like SpongeBob. What do you think it's it is about anime that's like really, it's really going just, over the years, and then like you still have it, and then it's like a huge influence on what you wear and what, uh, like well, even your social media seems like. Super anime influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really super anime because I was really into it and I was uh, attracting people that like anime and like listen to my music at the same time because they look at the cover art because that's the one key thing when they, if a person looks at your cover art and they're like oh this cover art is dope like where is it from 
they try to look, you know, see where mm-hmm. it's from. And then once they see where it's from, they're like, oh, wait, dude, this is a, this is a song, well, a cover art for your, a person's song. Then they're like, oh, okay, let me click on the song. If they like your song, then they're like, oh, then who is this person? You know, it just kind of trickles down mm-hmm. on there. Like, I try to make all my stuff, you know, trickle down to the point where they see my stuff, they click on it, they like it, and, you know, it just kind of goes from there. And then they kind of spread the word. <clears throat> Do you think that like other rappers gave you more confidence to use anime influence? Like, you look at them using their anime influence, and you think it's a good idea for you to use it? Honestly, I don't really know that many rappers that have a good anime usage as much as I do, at least. Like, I know there's been some now, but like back then, there wasn't really. Oh, oh so you've been doing I'm it saying. the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> Earlier, so, you were talking about uh, some of the people that that uh, you compare yourself to. Who are some of those people? So, my number one comparison Juice is World. Juice World. Yes. Yep. My number one comparison, no matter what song I make, it could be literally an R&B song. Juice, oh, this guy kind of sounds like Juice World. It could be literally just a song that I'll make in just in general. Hey, man, this guy kind of sounds like Juice World. Juice World 2.0. And I'm just like, who do you... That's probably oh. why people were hating on you, because like, you, they would think you sound like Juice World, yeah. and then like... You use a Juice World verse mm-hmm. that wasn't given to you by Juice World, so that's why I, I don't I don't even think it's that important as long you already said like Juice World it wasn't from Juice World it wasn't from the source so. yeah it wasn't from the source but like people from the source heard it and just didn't really care yeah so it was just like it, it's whatever yeah <laughs> yeah it's whatever at that point we're the like two and three the two and three so I get told. I ain't gonna lie, I get told like X and Trippy Red, and then also P and B Rock. Oh, really? P and B Rock? Yes. On the song, on the song Lost and Found, I get told P and B Rock okay. like at least like ten times in my comments. I was like, I was like, what do you hear that at? And I'm like, I, okay, I hear it in the hook. Then, Did you ever intentionally try to sound like somebody at one point in time? Oh uh, shoot, I think I did when it came to the rapping. Mm-hmm. Uh. But at the same time, it still came natural because I didn't really ever try as much. But it was it was more or less like with like Tech Nine. Honestly. You tried to sound like Tech Nine, not actually t- sound like him, but just that's such a random. Well, yeah, no, I wouldn't Kansas expect City, that. But like, I wouldn't expect like I'm gonna try to make this sound yeah. like Tech Nine a little bit. Yeah. So like, if you listen to my older songs, I I show it to like you know old heads, to uh-huh. people that are older that kind of grew up with Tech Nine, and they go listen to his songs and they go back to mine. They're like. You know who you remind me of? And I'm like, who? And they're like, you remind me of Tech Nine. And I'm like, really? And, and I go back and I'm like, I can kind of hear this a little bit. Yeah, I can hear it a little bit. But then Tech again, Nine. it's like, I don't really spit as fast as he does. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that's some that's some crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, we had Dadu on and he's, he said Tech Nine's like like supporting him. That's crazy. That's so crazy. It'd be, I wonder if Tech Nine's seen our last uh, podcast. Because like, uh, I saw under... Dadu's last, um, or he posted something, and Tech Nine commented, and then like Tech Nine was arguing with people in the comments. <laughs> oh, dead ass! He was literally arguing Damn. with people in the comments. He's very supportive of him then. Yeah, like, like it was a, a string of forty-seven comments, and Tech Nine probably put like twenty of them in there. Oh man, that's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw somebody post that on their story like yesterday, like a screenshot of what Tech yeah, Nine what was Tech saying. Nine was saying. I'm like. What is happening? I, I forgot what, what the situation that. was. Yeah. I don't remember. Has any like other big people besides Young Gravy like kind of liked your stuff? I know No Jumper, but or contacted you at all? Um, Nestle or producers? And, yeah, Nestle and Dax are going too. I heard I it, Dax is in Strange Music, right? No, Wait, he was on that tour. Dax is somebody. He's somebody that grew up in. Well, I guess he's from Canada. I don't really know his backstory, but I know a little bit. He was from Canada. He moved to the United States. Well, shoot. I really don't know. I ain't even about to say mm-hmm. all that stuff. I really don't know. I just know that he used to be in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, a janitor. He used to be in Wichita, whatnot. Kansas? Yes, and he was a janitor. Dude, that is a depressing place. Oh, my God. Have you ever yeah. been to Wichita, no, Kansas? It's terrible. It is terrible. I would not recommend it even to the, anyone. The drive there is terrible. The destination is terrible. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. He said he used to be a janitor and all, and he keeps saying that in the songs. And people used to make memes about him because he keeps saying, you know, you know, you keep saying you're a janitor. We get it. You used to be a janitor. <laughs> been okay, mm-hmm. it, but to me, I think that stuff is funny. But he also 
it's like it's more of an uplifting thing for people that are going through kind of what he did before. Like you can achieve whatever you want want in life, mm-hmm. you know. And he just keeps you know implementing that you know that reminder on people's mental, like, hey, you know, I came from this to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's cool though. He made it out of Wichita. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Made it out of Wichita, Kansas, <laughs> as a janitor. Imagine living that life. That would have right. been awful. Right. Props to him. Yeah. Shout out to Dax or Dex. Dex. Yeah, Dax. 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 Hey, check him out or something. I say me and him have a song that I'm thinking about dropping here pretty soon too. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is going to be like? What are you planning on? Do you have any plans to get to? Another level, like, have you been planning stuff like that out at all? Or mm. Thinking about that, like I have. It's just there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that I have to get done first in order for me to really get to those certain levels. Yeah, and and what and what those things, it it can kind of like hold me back. I'm not really gonna like say what exactly, but it can, it can kind of hold me back in a way where I won't be able to grow like as an artist. And then one of them is really, it's really just like my health, man. Like, mm-hmm. like that's one thing that I kind of, I've actually turned down like some venues because I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'll be able to do this because of my health and stuff, but I'm picking that stuff back up. And I've, and I've told people that before that try to book me for like big shows or, or just shows in general. I'm like, no, like I have to watch out for myself. It could yeah, be that and also the shyness too. Even though I don't really come off as shy, mm-hmm. but I need to like stop doing that and just, you know, start doing what I got to do so people can you know, see who I am and what I'm about. What's your sleep schedule like? Do you, like, not have one? I feel um, like I wouldn't have one. Really, like, my sleep schedule, it, it was good at, at one point, then it got really bad. It got to the point where it was just, like, you know, I go to sleep at, like, 10 p.m., and then I wake up at, like, 8. Now it's, like, I go to sleep at, like, 2 a.m., and then I wake up at 7. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm always, like, like constantly doing something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I could be on the phone coaching with somebody while I'm mixing and mastering my own song. I could be recording somebody while I'm trying to, you know, uplift somebody on the phone also. I do, I always do that all the time. I could just be, you know, recording somebody and I'm sending this email to like a business, mm-hmm. you know, business person with a business partnership yeah. and stuff like that. Is your sleep schedule fucked up? My sleep schedule We work the fun. same job, but we work overnight. It's terrible. I work 10 to 6 a.m. Yeah. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. It's oh, terrible. Yeah. But like... During the day, I like I'm I don't talk to people. Yeah, I got, <laughs> like I got class during the week, and then like on the weekend, I do like a ten to six. But on the weekends, I I can't get more than four hours of sleep. Like I'll get home at and go to sleep at seven, and then I'll wake up at eleven. Like and I can't go back to sleep for some mm-hmm. reason. But then I'm just like feeling like shit. But sleep is important. I'm in like a sleep psychology class. Mm-hmm. I hate school, but like it's just like. <laughs> It's crazy the stuff we're learning about sleep. Yeah, I think I need to get back on a regular schedule because, dude, like I, I was off, or I'm gonna be off, and like every day that I like have off, I can't go to sleep like at the time that I should. Like if I was supposed to go to sleep at ten, mm-hmm. I can't go to sleep till like two in the morning. That's no matter if I try, I could just lay there and nothing will happen. I'm the exact same <laughs> way. It's so bad. I don't see how people can go to sleep at ten. No, me either. Like, at Twelve is rig- like. I could see going to bed at 12, like, getting in bed at 12, and mm-hmm. then, I don't know. There's just so many, like, distractions, because you'll get on your phone. Well, let me tell you what, though. This dude forgot about the interview today. I told him yesterday. <laughs> Man, and then, like, I, I kept One got on. canceled, so I was like, oh, we're clear for tomorrow. But yeah. I forgot, he, he scheduled us for two. I was <laughs> like, damn, we've never done two in one day. Yeah. So, I was like, Man. I keep... I'm so pissed, though, that the first one canceled, because, like... Mm-hmm. Um, like we we all took off just to do his because like his schedule's weird, yeah. and we all took off to do his like maybe at like late at night sometime. That was like mm-hmm. three weeks ago, I think, something like that. Three weeks. We did it. We scheduled a long time ago because we were planning for that one. I don't know. I don't know, man. What do you think about like like? The culture in Kansas City, like, what do you think about the music scene? So, with the music scene here, uh, what I noticed that a lot of people do like rap, and a lot of people also like gangster rap. Mm-hmm. You know, like, actually, as Kansas City as like a whole, that's what I like. Well, that's what I see. You know, popping up more 
often than what I'm doing right now, which is like this more melodic, you know, sad slash happy type of vibe that a lot of people don't really do here. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I see that's like the most popular thing here like in the city. Because whenever they always talk about Mozzie and stuff, and I'm, I kid you not, it probably sounds bad. I haven't heard a Mozzie song yet at all. At all? You at probably all. have, but you just didn't know it was Mozzie. Yeah, I probably have, but like, that's all I ever hear, at least all 2017 and 18. That's all I heard was Mozzie, 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 and I'm just like... I think that's cultural, dang. though, like, because, like, I just think it's where you came from. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like there's different there's different cultures in rap. Like the there's Juice World, Uzi, X, Trippy mm-hmm. Red over here. But then there's well, G Herbo's kind of in the middle. But then like Mozzie, I don't even know who to just name off the top of my head right now. But like there's there's different like s- segments. And then there's like uh, Vince Staples, uh, yeah. Earl Sweatshirt, mm-hmm. Vince Staples, Earl Sweatshirt. And then there's like Kendrick. Jay Z, like there's different segments. Yeah, like Joiner, Lucas. Like, there's people different, that do like, like different real like stuff. cultures of people, like different segments. There's like different rap. genres of rap. Yeah, and then like someone who like Mozzie wouldn't like Juice World, but they might like yeah. Kendrick. But like it's just it's weird. It's mm-hmm. it's not. I wouldn't consider it all one genre anymore. Right. I wouldn't. Even, I don't even like genres anymore because like it's hard to even keep up. It's hard to keep up. It's like yo, is this rock? No, this is pop. What? <laughs> Would you consider your all your music rap? Nah, like what would you consider honestly i'm all over the place really like i'm mainly like in four like i'll be into like rap then there'll be like the hip-hop pop r&b and then this new little like sad boy movement that we, that they have going on yeah. right now that like that apparently i guess that's the new thing even though i've been doing it for a while i guess it's a new thing is making sad songs and whatnot but a lot of it does sound like repetitive and it gets old at one point, like it will get old. Like I had some, I was watching this video and this guy was talking about how much people sound the same now. Like when it comes to doing the melodic stuff that it's getting old. And right now what's winning is like these like tropical, you know, vibey sounds like these like, oh yeah. Like I'm over here really rocking to the song mm-hmm. you know, type of music. Like Drake. Like, uh, yeah, Drake. Uh, right no, now, I'm not saying Drake really in particular, but like that little, like island style, Lil Tech. Oh, yeah, Lil okay. Tech is winning. I'm telling you that. You right think now. so? He start. He's he's starting a little. You don't know, just song on the radio. I don't though, think Lil Tech is like trying to work on his uh, music. Like he's not really that focused on it. That's so. I I mean, I would agree, but I disagree in that point. And then like also mm-hmm. his personality. He's like, nah. He's like, I don't fuck with. I don't fuck with this. I don't fuck. No, I'm not gonna fuck with that. Like yeah. he's always like that. If that makes sense. Yeah. If you really check the charts now. Like, you'll see what's winning right now. It's really just melodic songs are winning. Mm-hmm. A lot of melodic, melodic songs are winning. It doesn't matter what genre it is. They're, they're winning right now. So if you have, like, your own melodic flow, you can create your own melodic, you know, structure. Like, obviously, people are going to, like, go to it and see what it is, especially if it's a mix and master good and you're on point, you're on beat and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who do you fuck with in Kansas City? Like, well, rappers? Rappers? I mean... Or do you not really like? I really don't. I really don't listen to a lot of people out here. Me neither. I mainly just listen to like people that I've networked with, and or Me people too. that I work with. That's <laughs> really too. that's really all I listen to. Yeah, I don't really listen to people out here. Like either. I can't like when people like this is really sounds crazy, but like when people show me their music and they tell me they're from the city, a lot of times I'll listen to it and then I'll just be like, man, I don't know how I feel about this. Like like it or just be like, wow, like this could have been something big. You know, like eight nine years ago, but like right now, it's like music is you know has been they're past that point. Everybody's yeah. past that point now, to where it's like if you can't keep up, you're not gonna be able to be heard or or win in a sense. Yeah, people are gonna know if I fuck with their music if I ask them to be on the podcast. So it's, <laughs> it's like that for me because I'm yeah. not gonna sit here and talk to someone where I can't even like Relate enjoy their, their music, music like enjoy their music at yeah. all, like. We've had so many people hit us up, and I'm like, you don't, you don't even have an image for yourself around music. Like, I could click on your profile, and I can't even tell what you do. <laughs> and then, like, you gotta have an image for yourself, and I gotta at least like your music. Yeah, like, it's crazy how I don't know. Camera is out. That one is. Sorry. Yeah, it's crazy. 
You have anything else? No. Nope. You have anything you want to say to the folks? Promote. You can promote your Instagram, anything like that. Yeah, I would say you can guys can follow me on Instagram uh, at Amarusan, A-M-A-R-U-S-O-N. Uh, like I said before, new song coming out September 13th. It's called Hey Love. This is probably my best song yet that I ever put out. So, yeah, don't. Don't forget, don't be on be on the lookout for that. Hate man. love. Yeah, hate love. Alright. Hate love. Cooped up. Cooped up. Uh that's in. We're out of here. Dang, camera two went out. Maybe I didn't delete it from my trash. <laughs> oh well. Okay, yeah, so it actually went out like three times. Three times. <laughs> oh well. We have that camera. It's all good. Thanks for coming too, bro. Yeah, for uh, real. No, I got you. Um I was gonna say, did you guys wanna 